From the virtual newsroom of Impact Alpha, this is your Impact Briefing for Friday, July 24th. I'm Monique Aiken, and today I'll chat with David Bank about what's coming up at Impact Alpha. Hello, David. Hey, Monique. And we'll hear from Don Sherman of Native American Natural Foods, this week's Agent of Impact. But first, here's what you need to know from this week in Impact Investing. The Trump administration is trying to stem the ESG tide, and investors are pushing back. The proposed Labor Department rules creating obstacles to environmental, social, and governance investing have brought investors together in opposition. Comments are pouring in before next week's deadline, but in a break with tradition, the department is not making them public. You can find a selection on Impact Alpha. EdTech startups in India are booming in the pandemic. School shutdowns are driving a surge in online learning. The tutoring platform, Vendantu, raised a $100 million round just three months after closing a $79 million Series C round. Joe Biden rolled out an ambitious climate agenda, but grassroots platforms are not waiting to fill some climate finance gaps. Raise Green and Waterworks are enabling investors with as little as $100 to finance renewable energy and clean water projects in their own communities. And Cambridge Crops, which makes an edible coating that keeps food fresher, raised $12 million and renamed itself after a moth. The Massachusetts-based company is now called Mori, which is the kind of moth that makes a silk that forms the food coating. Impact Alpha subscribers got all those stories and more in their daily email brief. So hi again, David. It's been fun working with you and the team on these podcasts. Uh, Thank you for letting me join you all. Well, Monique, it's great to have you. I know you've got a uh, day job at Mission Investors Exchange, but it's been terrific to have you as a host and as a contributing editor at Impact Alpha. I'm sure folks would love to know a little more about your kind of impact investing journey. Oh, sure. Happy to share a little bit. So I was born in a small town. No, I'm just kidding. I was born in a big city, <laughs> Queens, New York, the daughter of Jamaican immigrants, uh, first generation. And I spent nearly 15 years of my early career in what we call legacy finance and along the way um, Com- commodities derivative trading and, and and whatnot so yeah as the first five years were in the debt markets um two years in in new york and two years in london with citigroup and debt capital markets early days of the euro bond market actually and then business school at nyu um where i studied financial instruments and markets and made my way to deutsche bank and was in the commodity derivatives sales group in both New York and Houston. Trading energy, energy futures and whatnot in Houston? Swaps, option structures, a bunch of other things like that. And thought to myself when I was in business school that I needed to find something that I was more passionate in and I'd, and I'd do banking for five more years. And so at nearly year eight, still finding myself there, of course, along the way, we had an economic meltdown and no one could have find a job in finance, and, and I had one in the only growth market. So I stayed around for a little longer than I intended, but um, I was still searching for what I was more passionate about. And impact investing made sense to me in a lot of ways. And that term was not coined when I was coming out of business school in 2005. So I discovered it somewhere along the way and thought, how do I get myself there? That's fascinating because you know I think a lot of folks... Um... Uh, impact investing have some kind of similar story. They, a lot of folks obviously come from mainstream or what we now call legacy finance and find their way to social impact. Um, and then some folks come from the sort of social impact, social change world and find their way to sort of finance as maybe that's where the money is. 
Well, I used to joke and say that I couldn't have my epitaph read that she helped companies manage the volatility in their income statement, which is essentially what derivatives helps do. So that means I needed to find something else. And in the course of that journey, I ended up meeting some folks from the Clinton Global Initiative and getting a job there and spent nearly three years, which was Social Good University for me. Uh, surprisingly enough, I didn't learn a lot about social good interventions during my time in investment banking. That might come as a surprise to you. So <laughs> combining those two things and understanding the financial markets and social good, which was certainly something I was more passionate about and did in my free time. And I wanted to have the good parts of me be part of my day job. And I thought impact investing was a great place to combine those parts of myself, understanding of the global markets. Um, really macro thinking and systems thinking that I come from the education part of what I did in my journey. And so um, here we sit. Well, you're, you're an agent of impact. Um, that's kind of a unifying identity across, across impact alpha. I mean, um, you know, we cover things across sectors, across stages of, of, of growth and capital stages of, uh, across geographies and all in all of it, everybody's making kind of their unique, contribution, just like you said, um, but tied together by a sense that maybe they can do more with, they, we can all do more with finance um, to, to, to bring forth this this better world. We like to say that agents of impact are both our audience and our beat. <laughs> well, I think, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, but I think we're all here to try to build a movement that would bend financial markets closer to social good. And if... Um, all investing is one day impact investing and we can incorporate externalities and we can be intentional about this. The world might be a better place. And I, for one, want to be part of that. I think more and more people are coming around. One of the indicators we have of that is just the um, popularity of these agents of impact calls we've had. Uh, and particularly since the shutdown, they've just shot up in, in, in numbers of folks and we're, we've got two coming up um, next week we're doing uh, election impact. Uh, so Thursday, July 30th, and you, again, you can find the links in the brief uh, or on Impact Alpha, but um, there's kind of this odd um, uh, siloed uh, uh, a split we found between the impact investing world and the and the political world or the election world. We're going to sort of explore why that might be the case and, and what folks are, are up to um, as November approaches. And then two weeks after that, so Thursday, August 13th, we're going to convene a discussion around uh, systemic change. So 10Xing, as we've been calling it, 10Xing systemic change. Systemic change, as you well know, Monique, is like the word du jour in impact investing um, uh, and, 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 and elsewhere lately. Well, I know it's a little abstract for some, so hopefully this will bring it to more of the applied thinking and people can get on board. We'll bring it down to earth. Um, listeners can get all those details when they RSVP um, and the links for all that are on, on the brief and in, in Impact Alpha. And each week, we feature one agent of impact to introduce to our audience. This week's agent is Don Sherman, the CEO of Native American Natural Foods. Of who we are, a lot of our decision making and what we do, it's just a, a life way, their way of life for us, because it was um, taught to us through our values. We always look at the seven generations. Um, and you'll hear that a lot in Indian country. So it's the three generations behind us. We um, think about them and the ancestors and what um, they did for us. The three generations forward, how does this impact our, our great-great-grandchildren as we're moving forward? Hmm. And then how does this impact the current generation? 
Native American natural food started 15 years ago on the Pine Ridge Indian Reservation in South Dakota and makes the popular tanka buffalo snacks. The company has finally raised institutional financing after working hard to structure a deal that protects the company's social mission and native ownership. We've seen a lot of um, investment money go just up to the border of the reservation, but they never take that step over the border. They come down the reservation and they're like, all right, I'm the big, you know, sorry, I'm the big white guy here. And, then, and they can't help themselves. All of a sudden they have the solution on how to fix it. Well, why don't you do this? Or you should do that. That's, we're not asking for that. What we're asking for is to allow us to, you know, we have, you know, we, we're from this community. We have the solutions. We know what works, what doesn't work. But they want to tell you what the solutions are instead of working with you together, right? You can read more about Dawn and Native American natural foods and see all of our agents of impact on Instagram at Impact Alpha. That's it for your impact briefing this week. Dig in further on all these stories at impactalpha.com. Subscribers receive full access to Impact Alpha content, including deal flow, job postings, and a Slack channel. Use code briefing100 for $100 off. Thank you for listening, and thanks to David Bank and our producer, Isaac Silk. I'm Monique Aiken, VP of Programs at Mission Investors Exchange. Make sure you check back next week for the latest impact investing news.